0: Welcome, welcome to the Katie Speaking Live True Podcast. I'm Katie Smith, and if you are just joining me, welcome for part two of goal setting. We are going to be talking about epitaphs. (laughs) It's hard to say. We are going to be talking about epitaphs, and we are also going to be talking about evaluating where we're at now. Now, just to recap where we've been, we've had a 30,000-foot view of goal setting because live true. That philosophy, Katie speaking, live true is all about knowing who we are first, as God says we are, and that that's the foundation for everything else that we do in life, that everything else that we do in life is first orchestrated by our relationship. And I'm pointing to heaven (laughs) with God, what he says about us. So we visited the Romans road. We acknowledge that we are sinners in desperate need of salvation. And when we start at that point, then we know that Jesus died for our sins. That's what the good news says, that we are sinners in need of a savior, that the wages of sin is death, that Jesus died on the cross to pay that price for us. Hallelujah. That is such good news. And then from there, we get to live our lives as lives of gratitude to him. And so we evaluate our ideas, our goals, our desires, all from a place of what does God ask of me? What does he say is going to be best for my life? And how do I take my desires and fit them or accept or reject them based on what he says? So that's kind of a big thing, but that's the foundation. This next step is going to be, I'm going to read you my epitaph. That was our homework from part one. If you want to go back and listen to that, you can. But this is the epitaph. This is what I want my epitaph to be. And I hope that as you listen, it will inspire you to write your own epitaph if you haven't already, and then come back and join us for part two, or you can just stick with us through this session. And uh, I can't wait to hear from you. If you have any questions, I want to hear them. I want you to write to me at katie at katiespeaking.com or leave a comment right here. Okay. My epitaph. Katie Bridget Oliver Smith, born 1979, died 2105. 2105. Why 2105? Because I want to live to be 126 years old. (laughs) So born 1979, died 2105. Katie was born without much hubbub. But at the age of 11, God allowed her to be kidnapped and raped, which led Katie to go all in with the gospel. Mission trips and speaking about Jesus were her passions, as well as singing, songwriting, and um, all the things to share and enjoy nature, history, and people. Katie married a godly man, and they were married over 75 years. They had two sons who, watching their parents' faith, decided they would always follow Jesus, their Lord and Savior. Katie made many mistakes, but was known for apologizing. She was known for making things right. And after much dedication, she and her husband lived a debt-free life and even became philanthropists, funding homeschooling families and farms. Katie modeled biblical womanhood. She was known for her unwavering commitment to the truth of the gospel and the word of God. As a result, she wrote books to encourage and empower other women to trust God with their whole hearts and to live lives of holiness and service to God and others. Katie empowered others to speak and use their gifts to share the love and message of Jesus in their neighborhoods, their city, their state, their country, and even trained others on every continent to share their testimonies as a way to tell others about salvation through Jesus. Katie leaves behind many grandchildren and great-grandchildren, all of whom can tell you the good news of salvation through Jesus. Thanks be to God. Amen. So that's what I wrote for my epitaph. I wonder what you wrote for your epitaph. I would love to hear it. So the next thing we're going to do in our goal setting time is a time of evaluation. So go ahead and pull out a piece of paper. We're going to be writing down one, two, three, four. So go ahead and take out a piece of paper. Write down one, two, three, four. Number one is fitness. Number two is finances. And you want to write these like a list. Number three is faith. And number four is family and friends. Family slash friends. So we're evaluating right now. So we're going to evaluate using a one to five scale, one being I'm dead. This is terrible. This is the worst ever kind of want to avoid number one. And number five being this is the best it could get this side of heaven. It's absolutely ecstatic. Everything is wonderful. Okay. So what we're going to do right now is we are going to think about our fitness. So this would be your health, your physical condition, your personal wellness, Where are you at? Are you a, you're not a one because you're breathing. So you're not a one, you're either a two, three or four and very few people will be a five. But if you're an Olympic athlete or um, something like that, maybe you are a five, maybe you just got a liver transplant or something and you've got a new lease on life. Hallelujah, that would be amazing. So go ahead and write down your number between one and five, your current condition in your fitness and health. So, okay, once you've got that written down, next is finances. Again, we're going to evaluate between one and five, one being terrible, destitute, five being I have more money than I can ever spend. You're probably somewhere in between and you're going to write down the number that you um, are right now. Just This is just a real quick, not too in-depth evaluation of where you're at in your finances. Okay. Number three is faith. Faith is if you're following Jesus, and I hope you are, that's who this is for. This goal session is for is for those who are following Jesus. Where are you at in your relationship with Jesus? Where are you at in your relationship with Jesus? Are you connecting with him on a regular basis? Do you feel like things are great? Are you rocking and rolling? Are you in the word of God on a daily basis? Where are you at? And go ahead and write down that number. So five would be like you are thriving. You have mastered the disciplines of faith. You're reading the word morning and night. You're praying. You're in fellowship with other believers. You are... um, you know, actively part of a church or you're seeking to plant a church or you're looking for a church, but you're active. You're not passive about it. That would be a five, like going all in in your faith. And a one would be you're completely stagnant. You aren't growing. You probably need to repent of things. Actually, you know, you need to repent of some things and you need to kind of go backwards. And I'm going to say hi to Bertha, who's saying hello to me right now. Hi, Bertha hey what's up girl glad to see you here okay so uh that is evaluating faith so go ahead and write down between one and five where you're at in your faith so i know where i'm at okay And then we're going to talk about family and friends. So this is the relationships part of your life, the love part of your life. How are you doing? Do you have a supportive community around you? It doesn't have to be a big community, but are you connecting with life-giving relationships, people or help that are helping you walk closer to the Lord? Or is that something you really need to work on? Are you really doing well in your relationships? Or are you not doing so well? You're somewhere in the middle. Go ahead and write down between one and five, which number you are in your friends and family. Okay, that's where you are right now. Now we're going to write down if you could move things forward over the next three months, where would you like to be on Labor Day? (laughs) So there are literally 17 weeks between today, May 10th, 2023, and Labor Day, September 4th. So 17 weeks, where would you like to be in 17 weeks from now? Go ahead and start with your fitness and write down the number for that. And in finances, where would you like to be? And try to avoid like being a five. It's going to be hard to be a five in the next three months unless you're already, you know, rocking and rolling. You might be, but try to keep it realistic. Um, faith. Okay. Faith is number three. Um, okay. And then number four, family and friends. Where would you like to be on a scale of one to five in family or friends based on the evaluation you already gave yourself? Okay. So we have that little bit of evaluation and that is really, really helpful to especially have that write it down. Now we're going to slow things down a little bit. And I want you to think about this. Go ahead and close your eyes. And I want you to think about if you had your dream life, if you had a fully funded Uh, financially free crypto goes through the moon bank account. (laughs) And you've held on to all your crypto, right? So you're well funded and you never need to worry about money again. With your eyes closed, I want you to think about who you would be with in your dream life, who would you be with? Now try to avoid picking a movie star or something like that. Like this is for those who are in alignment with the word of God, right? People who, if you are committed to Jesus, you can right now ask him, who would I be with? Now go ahead and write that down. Where would you be in your dream world? Who would be there? For me, it would be um, my husband, our sons, our godly friends and family, and all of us would be on mission together. That's pretty exciting. Next is what would you do? What would you spend your day doing? What would that look like? I know for me what that is. I think about this a lot um, and I get to do some of it already. Uh, Because I've been thinking about this for years, but what would your dream day look like? What activities would you do in the morning, at lunchtime, in the afternoon, and in the evening? Go ahead and write those down. okay this is taking me a little bit longer because on this part I am just having a blast so the question is in your dream life on your dream day what would you be doing so I broke mine down into morning um, afternoon and evening activities and for me morning would always start with prayer um, weights and strength training, um, and healthy nutrition of some kind. And then, uh, like the morning block, right? Like eight to 12, something like that would include a variation of reading, writing, meeting with people, speaking time in nature, painting or music. (laughs) So I would do that in the morning. I would do that in the afternoon. And then, uh, evening would be, uh, dinner, I love to cook and I also love gardening. Like I love all that kind of stuff. So it would look like um, dinner with friends and family and sitting around a fire pit and and singing and worshiping God and talking together and praying together and um, serving together. So um, kind of a hodgepodge of that kind of lifestyle. That's my dream life. All right. And now where would you be? So, so far we've talked about who you would be with what you would be doing. Now we're going to say, where will you be? Where would you do this in your dream world? Go ahead and write that down. Okay, so for me, um, I would be um, in San Diego um, at the beach, living in a canyon in San Diego where I can have animals. I would also be going on trips and taking people on trips and tours and retreats all over the world, all around the world. So that's like my ideal world. So you want to write it all down and be as specific as you can be. Um, I also love Tennessee. I would love to be here, but if I had my um my pick and there were no limitations I would definitely be doing that in San Diego. I probably have a second location in East Tennessee because it's so beautiful. Um so that is something to write down. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Next is going from the ideal dream to practical steps. Ideal dreams to practical steps. So we've done some evaluating. Um, I think what I'm going to do is actually stop the recording right here. When I come back, we're going to be going from ideal to practical steps. See you in a minute. Keep your notebook handy.